NFL Week 7 is back, and so are my favorite picks today. I got three of them for you, plus two extra leans for Sunday. My name is Austin from Calling Our Shot. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Now, I'll own it. Last week's video that gets posted every Wednesday at 12 p.m. at noon wasn't a good one. We lost all three of our picks. The Ravens, 49ers, Panthers, all don't get it done. Now, it is worth noting our Thursday and Monday night football picks with the Commanders, money line and Chargers team total under. Both cash leading us to a 2-3 and three record on game picks for the week. We're still hitting at a 69% win rate. Look, well, there's going to be some losing weeks in there, but the whole point of sports betting is making money long-term. We've been doing just that. Now, if you watch our other videos with our player props included, we had a 6-3 and three week for player props. Pretty, We'll take that profit. We were one yard. Just one measly Rashad White yard away from having a crazy week. Of course, he doesn't get it done, but we'll still take the winnings. Now, before I hop into the video, we have a new sponsor on the call on our shot channel. Roll it. This video is sponsored by Game Time. Do you like going to sporting events? So do I. But the hardest part can sometimes be finding a ticket. Well, thanks to Game Time, you no longer have that problem. Game Time is the perfect place to buy those tickets, whether it's to a sporting event, a concert, theater. Game Time has the lowest prices, the best deals, and it's super easy to use. You can even buy tickets up to 90 minutes after the event has even started. If you sign up using our link in the description, you will get $20 off your first purchase over 150 bucks. Thanks again to Game Time for sponsoring this video. Hopefully you guys all take the time, no pun intended, to check out Game Time as that's where I'll be buying all my tickets. Let's hop into the first pick of the week. On Chargers, Seahawks taking the over 51 points, minus 107 on points bet. You don't see me take a lot of over-unders, but I do like this one. Now you look at both teams last week, actually scored 19 points exactly both of them. You saw the Chargers on Monday Night Football versus the Broncos. Then you saw the Seahawks taking on the Cardinals, both getting big time wins. And I expect both these offenses to heat back up this week. Now the Seahawks defense hasn't been good all season long. They did have a good game last week against the Cardinals, but they were missing a lot of their running backs. Seahawks tied with the Browns for allowing the second most points per game in the NFL. And not far behind them are the Chargers, whose defense, they got a lot of high acquisitions. JC Jackson got benched in the second half, or at least some of that game against the Broncos, and they're allowing the seventh most points per game in the NFL. Both teams giving up a ton of yards. Seattle allowing 410 yards per game, third most. Chargers allowing 350, which is right around the middle, 15th in the NFL. Both teams on Sunday slash Monday for the Chargers settled for four field goals, hence where they scored 19 points, a very random number to score. The Chargers just played the Broncos, who are number one in the NFL, limiting opposing red zone drives to touchdowns, like a 20% clip, way lower than any other team. Both the Seahawks and the Chargers are going to give up more touchdowns when you get into the red zone and have faith that both these two teams will be able to move the ball against the other team, get to the red zone with Will, and all they have to do is convert them into touchdowns, and I certainly think they're capable of doing that. Now, the one injury concern here, we got Keenan Allen still on the injury report. I'm hopeful he's back. He's missed several weeks in a row. Hopefully he's back for the Sunday showdown, and ultimately I think they're going to be able to run the ball against the Seahawks defense, lead to some second and shorts, and the Chargers should be able to score at Will, leading to the Seahawks having to throw the ball and the weakness of that Chargers. Chargers team is throwing the ball, but they can't stop the run either. But you look at Seattle, though, and like we've talked about, this is not going to be a team that or game that really matters a ton to each team besides a win or loss on their record. It's not like they're going to see the Chargers in the playoffs. It's not like it's a team they're trying to get the tiebreaker against. And Seattle's kind of done that same thing where they don't play a lot of defense against non-divisional foes. Seattle has hit the over in 13 of their last 20 games against AFC opponents. Seattle, obviously, in the NFC. And obviously the Chargers are in the AFC. And similar thing for the Los Angeles Chargers. They've hit the over in six of the last seven games 
against NFC West teams. That's where the Seattle Seahawks are. And just, I think both these two teams are going to bounce back. I know they only scored 19 points each last week going under in both their respective games. I think they soar over this one. Maybe we see a final score around like a 31 to 27 type game. We see 58 or more points scored. Give me the over 51 points is my first pick of the week. But moving on to my second pick. I'm going with the Browns, plus six and a half, minus 107 on points bet as they take on the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the Browns, I got to call them a spade a spade. They've looked bad. They've lost three straight games, and that game, last one wasn't close. 38 to 15 beat down by the Patriots. The game was a little bit closer than that final score as the Patriots did score two touchdowns in the fourth quarter towards the last couple minutes. But, and now you got a Ravens team that can't hold the lead. There's all these screenshots. They'll be up by 10, which we had the Ravens last week to win by five and a half. They're up by 10. They couldn't get it done. And they've been blowing leads, whether they win the game or still, they've been blowing leads. And I think the Browns can keep this one close. Now, the Ravens haven't lost back-to-back -back games this year, but majority of their games have been close. Then I think they can keep the, the Browns can keep this within six and a half points. The last three games between these two teams, the Browns won the last one by two. The Ravens won the previous two at, before that by five and six points. So the Browns were still covering this line and I'm putting out an APB for the Browns defense. Where you been at? Because you've been stinking it up. They, they are allowing the second most points per game in the NFL, tied with the Seahawks like we talked about earlier. And they just have to show up in this game. And they just can't give up 30 or more points. And I think they can get that done. Now, since Stefanski took over back in 2020, Browns actually have lost five games by 20 plus points. The fifth one being that game on Sunday against the Patriots. In the previous four, they bounced back and won the next week. They didn't just cover, they won outright the next game. While I'm not seeing the Browns come out here and win this game against the Ravens, it's a divisional game and I think they're gonna show up. Now, the Baltimore's defense also has been struggling in terms of allowing a touchdown on red zone drives at a 68% clip. Like that's seventh worst in the NFL. The Browns, 10% lower at 58%. The Ravens also quick turnaround. They played Thursday night football against the Buccaneers. We'll have a separate video for that next week, but that's a quick turnaround. They could, you know, overshadow this game with two divisional games coming up for the Browns against the Ravens and the Bengals the next two weeks. The Browns have to turn their season around. They have to do it. Whether or not they win or lose this game, I don't really care. Those four losses this year for the Browns have been by one, three, two, and that 23 point. I don't think they're a team that gets blown out back-to-back -back weeks. I think they keep this within a touchdown. Give me the plus six and a half. This feels like more of a field goal game. Maybe a Justin Tucker field goal to decide it. I like the Browns plus six and a half points. Now for my final spread pick of the week, and then we'll talk about two leans. I don't know you guys aren't going to like this one. Take on the Jaguars, minus three, minus 110 on FanDuel as a take on the Giants. Now, immediately you look at the line, this line sticks out like a sore thumb. Why the heck are the Jaguars who have lost three straight to the Eagles, Texans, and, and Colts, and now you're taking on a Giants team that's five and one. Why the heck are the Jaguars favored? And I think they're trying to tell you. I don't think the Giants get a win here. I think they're going to five and two. And I think this Giants team takes a step back this weekend. Now they have won three straight games. Proud of the Giants, they've really been showing it. but. The Giants have only really technically played one game on the road. You can count it as two if you count the game in London, but their one road game was in week one against Tennessee. And then they played week five in London, which was, you know, neutral site for both teams. So really just one true road game. And now they're in Jacksonville taking on the Jaguars. And last week versus the Colts, Lawrence and the offense did their job. Lawrence was 20 for 22, had a touchdown, two rushing touchdowns. The offensive line put, did well. They ran for like 235 yards defense just didn't show up and the Jaguars have actually allowed 28 plus points in three of their six games this year the third one obviously being the one on Sunday against the Colts in the previous two they bounced back the next week the defense showed up allowing just zero and 13 points I think this Jaguars defense shows up on Sunday they surprise a lot of people that are like oh the Giants have plus money give it to me the Giants are going to want to run the football and that's exactly what the Jaguars are good at stopping allowing the third fewest rushing yards per game in the NFL 
How did the Colts beat them last week? They just threw the ball. Matt Ryan threw like 150 times, actually really 58. But I don't see the Giants with their pass catchers being a team that's just, eh, let's let Daniel Jones go throw it 45 times. That's not going to be a recipe for success for the Giants. I think they're going to try to run, which is the strength of the Jaguars. Defense leading to some second and longs. I think the Jaguars win this game, cover the three points. I don't think they're handing out plus money, not only on Giants money line, but also handing out free money on Giants plus three. Like the Jags to get it done. It's smelly, but I think the Jaguars are the better team in this Sunday matchup. Give me the Jaguars minus the three points. I think they're the hungrier team. Now let's move on to some leans, and I'm going to stick with that New York theme, although this team's technically in New Jersey, just like the Giants. And I like the New York Jets team total under this weekend. Now, I don't have a line. That's why it's not an official pick. And leans are, you do what you want with them. We're not going to track them towards our record, but hopefully they hit just because some people out there are still taking them. But I won't be putting any of my money on this. Now, New York Jets, they've been hot. I'm a, as a Jets fan, I'm, I'm happy. I'm elated with what I've seen so far. But I think this is a day they take a step back. And it's going to be against a Broncos team that no one wants to bet against. I would have made an official pick on the Broncos, but I don't want any money tied on the Broncos. This team is something I can't trust. The only thing I can trust is their defense. You saw us take the Chargers team total under against them. This is a great defense. Their offense just can't do anything to save them. And this game's a near pick them. Yet the Jets are a team that's going to be a heavy public underdog. People are going to be hammering Jets money line. I don't necessarily know if that's the safe way to go. I think this Jets offense, which didn't really do a whole lot. Zach Wilson didn't do much last week. He had through for like 110 yards. It was really the defense and the running game that got it done. Broncos will be prepared for that. They're going to load the box and say, you know what, Zach Wilson, go throw it against Pat Sertan. Go throw it against Justin Simmons, a free safety back there. Kareem Jackson, those guys, I don't think it's going to work. I think the Jets are going to struggle this one. I think this is a week to get humbled. They got a little too high after that Packers win. I think this is a Jets game that they get humbled. They like their team total under. I think it's around 19 and a half. We'll put 19 and a half on the screen because that's the line I saw. Much rather that 20 and a half, that's what you can get it at. But it's kind of what I lean. Now let's move to my final lean of the video. And man, this is a smelly one too. Commanders plus five and a half as they take on the Packers. Now everyone just assumed last week Packers with no chance they lose back-to-back games. They got to go smoke the Jets. The Jets stink. The Jets came in there and slapped them silly. Beat up on them, win 27 to 10. There's no chance. Packers lose three in a row. Not to the Commanders. Did you watch the Commanders last Thursday Night Football? We took their money line. It was the sweatiest bet we've had in a hot minute. And they still managed to get it done. But let's get to the Bears. And look, a lot of people didn't expect the Buccaneers to lose to the Steelers last week. And while I'm not predicting the Commanders come out here and beat the Packers, still think the Packers win, I think the Commanders at least have something to fight for. And lucky for them, sadly, I guess, maybe, Carson Wentz will not be active. He'll be out for the next four to six weeks with his finger injury. Taylor Heineke's going out there. Heineke, he's a backup. He's a capable one. Showed it all last year. They won some football games. And he's much more athletic than Carson Wentz. And he's much more capable of taking throws and taking risks. And I think that's what this commander's offense needs. They need guys that are just going to launch it to Terry McLaurin and say, go make a play. One of the best receivers in the NFL. You're paying him $71 million over the next couple of years. Got to use the guy. And I think they will. And look, this Packers offensive line has struggled. And the commanders have the pass rush to make this uncomfortable. You know, Packers don't know what they're doing. You got Matt LaFleur talking about Aaron Rodgers saying they want to make it simpler. Who knows what's going to go down, but I think the Commanders much more rest than the Packers team who just played on Sunday. The Commanders played last Thursday, and ultimately, I think the Packers low on playmakers. Cover a line at five and a half. You don't have to blow out a team, but you got to win at least probably by a touchdown, and they have no playmakers. they got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon still struggling how to figure it out. Randall Cobb was arguably their best wide receiver, at least consistently. He's out. Alan Lazard's been pretty solid, but ultimately, I think the Packers can win this game, but I think that we'll see the Commanders keep it close. Only one of the Packers' three wins was by six or more points, and that was against the Bears. The Bears have been stinking it up, and you could argue the Bears should have beaten the Commanders, but that was on the road. Commanders are back at home. I think they keep this one close, so that's what I'm riding with, but my three picks of the day, you heard them at the top of the show. We're talking about 
Jaguars minus three. We're talking about the over 51 in that Cardinal or Chargers versus Seahawks game. And of course, we're taking the Browns plus six and a half. A reminder about that game time app. Go use it. Sign up with our code down below. Call in our shot. Get $20 off your first purchase over 150 bucks. We appreciate game time for supporting the channel. It's Austin, let's have a glorious week seven. Let's make some more money and I'll see you guys in the other videos. Peace out.